This is the Hiking Through Life podcast. We've all been gifted a journey called life. Let's see where the journey leads us today. This is day 13 of our summer road trip, Friday, July 19th. And today um, we woke up at Don's house, the lovely Trail Angel. Yes, our Trail Angel from Vermont. We met her on the long trail. And um, she actually cooked us a awesome breakfast. Yeah, last night we had a delicious dinner, and this morning she treated us to a delicious breakfast. She made us eggs. They were farm fresh eggs from a local farmer in her neighborhood. And she put uh, fresh herbs from her garden in the eggs. There was fresh blueberries on the side and bananas and coffee. No, no, tea. Sorry, tea. Tea, yeah. I'm just so used she to drinking drink coffee. coffee. Yeah. <laughs> she, doesn't drink, she doesn't drink coffee yet. So we, yeah, like last night was awesome too because she made us dinner like you had said. She made us like chicken Salad. Oh, yes, yeah, some salad. So many fresh, fresh peppers pick. from her garden. Yeah, and we um, also mm-hmm. had a fire um, last night, too. And Sarah interviewed Don about her just experience backpacking. Yeah, she does solo backpacking. So be sure to look for that interview that we will have out on our episodes coming up soon. Yeah, so, yeah, check out that podcast when it's up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and for breakfast, going back to that delicious breakfast, because I'm still thinking about it, um, she had homemade bread as well. Oh, yeah, that was delicious. Oh, it was all so good. It was just, like, this perfect little country home in Vermont, and I'm just dreaming about it, and I'm so grateful that we met her. Yeah, we got to sleep under the trees in our car. I mean, in a nice shady area. So it was actually nice and cool sleep last night after we had the fire with her. Um, and it was better than sleeping in a parking lot. Absolutely. We probably could have set up our tent, but it was still wet. I mean, it was outside, um, hanging on her fence, actually drying. All, all of night. our camping stuff was yeah. actually my yeah. wet sleeping bag. Our wet clothes, our socks. You did have to move your sleeping bag inside the house and drape it over to the dog kennel just so it didn't get all uh, wet again with the morning dew and everything. So, yeah, some of our stuff did get (laughs) wet again, but, you know, we, uh, as we ate breakfast, the sun dried it all out again. So, um, thank you to Don for letting us use your fence um, to dry out all of our gear. And use your house and just treat us so kindly. Yes, yes, thank you very much. So after we had breakfast, we kind of packed up all our gear and then we made our way out east again. Yeah, we got to drive through the White Mountains. Yeah, we drove through um, Franconia Notch. Um, We stopped and we did a hike there. Yeah, we wanted to do an easy hike because we uh, were on the long trail for the past days and that was a struggle, so our bodies needed a little bit of a rest. So we decided to do a hike called Bridal Veil Falls. Yes, and um, 
actually Donna recommended um, some some hikes in that area, and one of them was Old Bridal Pass, I believe, um, and she'd said that that one's pretty busy, though, um, so we had headed um, to some um, things around it. Uh, we I think we ended up deciding to actually just put that one into our GPS, uh, if I remember correctly. I think so. So we did make our way over that way, um, and we were just kind of checking out what was over there, and it was definitely busy in that whole area today. It was, um, parking lot was near full, and we got out onto the trail, and it did split off, so you could take Old Bridal Pass, or you could take the Falls Trail that we ended up taking, which was less busy, um, and it had less, I guess, scenic overlook views. Um, and it was a bit more difficult, too, because you kind of had to go up steeper terrain. So yeah, I think that's why it was a little was less popular. There was some rock scrambling as well. Not too much. I mean, Not it was, a ton. I think it was a lot more, I guess, well, at least for me with my long legs, it was more um, just large steps to go up. <laughs> if you have long legs, sure. Large steps. Yeah, but yeah, for some people, yeah, they, they had to kind of scramble up a little bit or down like Sarah did. Um, so we ended up, um, you could make a loop out of it by going up the Falls Trail and then connecting back up with the Bridal Pass Trail and coming down that way or vice versa. But we ended up just going up to the falls. Yeah, we weren't up for that long of a hike. That probably would have made it another hour or so. And we just wanted like a 45-minute thing. So Yeah, and didn't you ask a guy that was coming down? We had stopped at the falls to do a snack. And then I think you had... Yeah, I asked someone, and he said that part of that way down that he was just coming from was pretty steep. And very rocky, too. Yeah, he had dirt on his legs because he had slipped a couple times. It was rocky and muddy, so we decided that we just wanted a calmer hike, so we opted out of that and just went right back out the way we came. Yeah, just a little out and back, and it was, it was a couple-hour hike, I mean... Um, going down was a lot quicker, um, which it usually is. Uh, it's just a little, I guess, more sore on the knees, but um, cardio-wise, it's a lot easier. So we don't have to take as many breaks, and um, the falls were beautiful there. Great place to stop and take a break and have a snack. Yeah, yeah, they were really nice, and they weren't that busy at all. Like we already said, we kind of had the falls almost to ourselves. There was one other couple sitting there, but it was quiet. Yeah, and on the trail, too, on that trail, there there really weren't that many people. I mean, we only crossed the paths with maybe a handful of people. Um, so it was, like, perfect, and I don't... Yeah, we didn't even come across any other dogs, so Daisy was chill the whole time. Um, it was a great little hike to get us out of the car. Yeah, getting out of the car is always much needed when you're driving for a handful of hours at a time. Yeah, so after we got done with that hike, we we kind of passed through the White Mountains pretty quickly. We were headed actually down towards uh, Sarah's family in Manitoba. 
Manchester, New Hampshire? Yeah, that was the plan to head down to Manchester. We were going to meet up with them and have dinner with them. But unfortunately, that didn't work out. There was a huge um, heat advisory coming over the weekend in New Hampshire. So they wanted to stay inside. One of them works outside full time. So take exit 23. So sorry about that. We're driving (laughs) GPS coming on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're, we're kind of driving cause we were, yeah. Like you had said, um, going to, well, planning to have dinner, but also with Daisy, we can't really do restaurants, so we would have had to do something outdoors, and yeah, this heat kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, we we were like, we could do a park or something, but yeah, the heat just did to be inside, so unfortunately it didn't work out, so we... So uh, maybe on our, you know, trip back to Minnesota, we might connect with them. Yeah, we might try to do that. Hopefully it won't be a heat wave again. Um, so, so instead of visiting them, we, yeah, found a park to cook dinner at. Yeah, just, we sat there in the miserable heat and just suffered through it. Yeah, luckily (laughs) there was a little bit of shade, though, because the picnic table that we cooked our food at had a little bit of a, um, pavilion, like, covering to it, so, um, it was sheltered a little bit. Um, with a roof, but not much. It was still brutally hot. Yeah, going to jump into the community pool that was just to the left of us looked really appealing while we were eating our dinner. All these kids were coming out of the pool, and I was really jealous. Yeah, but now we're, uh, after our our little meal of camping foods, um, we are back in the air-conditioned car. Yep. Moving. I mean, that's about all you can do here is when it's this hot out is either move or find some body of water and take a dip, which we haven't done yet. So we, uh, oops, sorry about that. Dropped the phone. So now we're looking for some campsites on freecampsites.net. We're not really finding too much. Um, there's... A few Walmarts around, but in the descriptions they say that you need to call ahead and they don't always let you park there at night, so... Yeah, I actually, um, I have called a couple and they said, you can try it, but the cops sometime come by, so sleep there at your own risk, basically. Yes. I think we found one, though, that it's a town forest, um... And we're just going to go check it out. Sometimes these things allow camping, um, some dispersed camping, so maybe we'll be able to set our tent up if there's no no camping signs, or at least just sleep in our car in the parking lot and then just leave early in the morning. So we're going to go try and figure that out and continue driving in our air-conditioned car for a little while. Yeah, I'm fine driving all night if we just stay in this air conditioning because <laughs> it's brutal the second yeah. you stop. So I'm, uh, we're getting a little tired here, but we'll see what happens. So yeah. So stay tuned for 
tomorrow's episode to see what we found and where we ended up sleeping. Hopefully we didn't get heat stroke. <laughs> Alright, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hiking Through Life podcast. Peace, love, and hike through life.